This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Trump administration's plan to calm rural outrage over waivers from the federal biofuel blending mandate is out, but there are still things to watch between now and the end of November. Under the plan, EPA will take public comment on how it should account for gallons waived through small refinery exemptions to the renewable fuel standard and how many gallons should be reallocated into the 2020 renewable volume obligations. Under the RFS, RVOs for the next year are set to be out annually by the end of November. Biofuel champions on Capitol Hill were quick to cheer the news. Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa says the deal should get a warm reception in farm country. What irritated the farmers was, in the fall of every year, you're told that you're going to get 15 billion gallons of ethanol used, and because of waivers, it ends up being 13.6, and that's what irritated the farmers. That isn't going to happen in the future. So I think that the farmers are going to be happy. Grassley says he doesn't think any potential oil industry challenge to the effort would be successful. So they can sue if they want to. We've been fighting them for 30 years. I guess uh, they're never going to give up. And uh, this is an announcement when it comes out next week that will probably be finalized before the end of the year. It's following the law, and there's no reason the courts would strike down EPA following the law. Grassley says he plans to hold EPA accountable to the stated goals of the plan. Emily Score is the CEO of Growth Energy. She says the biofuels industry plans to do the same. To restore growth and revitalize farm income, it's vital that the EPA stay true to the president's promise. And we will be working closely with leaders in Washington to ensure that happens. What matters now is how quickly we can restore demand for U.S. farmers and put biofuel gallons back to work for America's economy. An EPA official tells reporters the administration plans to act on the necessary rulemaking in the next week. For more on the story, check out our coverage on agripulse.com. Agripulse's Ben Nully is in Madison, Wisconsin this week for the World Dairy Expo. He has more on the industry's expectations for consideration of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Former Secretary of Agriculture and current President of the U.S. Dairy Export Council Tom Vilsack is confident Congress will pass the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement by the end of the year. Vilsack says his confidence comes from hearing Mexican government officials say they will enforce labor reform measures in USMCA. I think the Mexican government is going to make a concerted effort in the next several weeks to convince people that they indeed are serious about the labor uh, provisions, that they have budgeted adequate resources for the enforcement uh, of those labor provisions. And I think that will reassure enough members of the House uh, to get this thing up for a vote, get it passed, get it over to the Senate, where I'm confident it will pass. Vilsack says an agreement that is not enforceable isn't an agreement. At World Dairy Expo in Madison, Wisconsin, Ben Nully, AgriPulse. Wet conditions earlier this year caused a litany of issues for producers trying to get a crop in the ground. Now, wet conditions are showing up as producers try to harvest that same crop. Bryce Anderson is a senior meteorologist with DTN. He says persistent heavy rains are slowing the nation's combines. There has been more flooding, and that's just an issue that we've had going back to the bomb cyclone back in March. And things have not really changed very much ever since. And so, yeah, there's flood problems that are going to have to be worked around during harvest. We've got a slow harvest. There's no doubt about it. What's more, a wet fall could cause trouble next spring. 
there are kind of five factors that go into flooding, and one of them is a full soil moisture profile, and we've got that. So it's not going to take very much in the way of wintertime precipitation to kick things off when we get into the end of the winter and springtime. And so this is a real big concern as we think about next year. Earlier this week, USDA reported that as of September 29th, 11% of the nation's corn crop was harvested compared to a 19% five-year average. For soybeans, the harvest is 7% complete compared to a 20% five-year average. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.